and it was commitment to continue putting out videos even when you're not seeing a lot of growth or immediate ROI. And so this idea that it would take a lot of upfront effort and a lot of money upfront, it scared me for quite a few years. Welcome to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q&A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full-time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Every year since 2017, one of my New Year's resolution has always been to start a YouTube channel. I started my content creation journey back in late 2016 with a blog at first and then quickly followed it up with an Instagram account. Honestly, Instagram kept me really busy, uh, especially in the beginning. Back then, you weren't able to just easily repurpose content and grow across platforms with one piece of short-form video content because short-form video content wasn't the mainstream type of content back then. It was either horizontal long-form video to be posted on YouTube or, generally speaking, vertical photos to be posted on Instagram. So while I loved creating on Instagram and and posting photos on Instagram, it took up so much of my time and YouTube just kept being put on the back burner. Although it was always something I wanted to do. But because there's always something else going on in life, whether that's growing on Instagram, brand deals, global trips, creating a course, creating a clothing line and so on, I never really got to starting YouTube. But let's be real here. Have I really never had time to start YouTube during all of the last six years? Or have I just been too scared and I keep making excuses for myself? Honestly, when I think about starting YouTube, there is a lot of self-doubt and concerns and they keep recurring in my head. So it keeps stopping me from starting YouTube. First of all, long-form video content is, honestly speaking, for someone who's only ever created photo and short-form video content, is really daunting. Even when short-form video content first came out in 2020, especially on Instagram with Reels, it was already scary enough for me back then. I was so used to and so comfortable with creating photo content that I didn't really want to venture into short-form video content. But I knew that it was important for me to hop on the Reels um, bandwagon and start creating short-form video content. And over time, I gained traction and I got better and better at it. But even that alone, when I first started, was super daunting for me. So imagine how daunting long-form video feels like to me. I'm used to creating photos that will get people's attention for like two to five seconds. I'm used to making videos that will keep people on my videos for maybe five to up to 60 seconds. But YouTube is a whole another game in itself. It is somewhere between five to even 50 minute long form videos that are being housed on YouTube. So the idea that I had to create content that were so many times longer than what I'm used to creating was just really scary to me. First, I think that maybe I'm not interesting enough. Like I am not super charismatic. Let's be completely honest. I am not a natural on camera, no matter how much you think maybe I look natural now. I am not a natural on camera. 
I'm not a good actor. I'm not a good actress. That has never been something I've been talented at. Whenever I was in school, drama class was always my worst ever subject. And I also just felt like I was not good enough at storytelling. Being someone who learned content creation from the Instagram golden ages, I was very used to taking curated photos, beautiful looking places, um, crafting that kind of perfect looking image and photoshopping creative ideas. But I never really spent a lot of time thinking about how to deliver a true story that can last minutes, tens of minutes even. In addition to this concern about me not being good enough on camera, me not being an interesting person, not very charismatic and not good enough at storytelling, I also felt like my life in general was not really worth documenting. Despite what you see online, me traveling to all these different places, I genuinely feel like my personal life is it's pretty boring. I'll be honest with you. And I focus most of my attention into creating the content that gets put online. So what you see of me online, I would say half of it is in the moment, but the other half is carefully thought out and crafted and put together and put online. So all of my efforts in my life when I am creating content is to create content that I think would be suitable to be put on my Instagram. My real life the life that never gets documented um, is then actually just really boring because beyond all of those really cool things, interesting things, travels and uh, meetups and events and brand campaigns that I'm doing, I actually am just taking a break and just being at home and chilling out. And I really don't feel like that is worth documenting at all. And even when I am doing interesting things for whether it's for myself to see my family, whether it's for the gram or for a brand campaign, I always somehow forget to vlog. I start the day by vlogging the first half an hour and then I just completely forget after a few scenes. So it's really not very suitable for me and my lifestyle to start a lifestyle YouTube channel or a vlog channel. I don't even really want to be a vlogger, to be honest. And in addition to that, this kind of brings me to the next point as to why I never started YouTube, like all of my self-doubts that stopped me from starting, was that I didn't want to limit myself to one style of content or one particular topic niche on YouTube. On Instagram, I feel like I have spent a lot of time cultivating this brand and I started out as a fashion blogger, transitioned into a travel blogger, which most people know me for, and then eventually during the pandemic sort of transitioned into half travel, half creative content uh, that I used to also educate other people. And so now that I have carved a nice sort of unique niche for myself where I combine travel as well as creative content... I found it really hard to bring that to YouTube. And I know for a fact that no matter where you start, no matter what platform, you want to start with a clear niche. You want to start with a clear message, a clear target audience, and a clear topic, ideally. And I simply couldn't decide on what topic that would be. A long time ago, I thought I could do fashion YouTube videos. I could do maybe vlogs of my travels. And then for a while, I thought I would just do travel vlogs and travel like luxury hotel YouTube videos. And 
it wasn't really until recently that I feel like I gained a lot more clarity as to what I want to do specifically for my YouTube and what topic I can continue to talk about and create videos about in a sustainable way for a long time. Now, the last concern that I had about YouTube was that it would simply take too much time and money. So in order to create content on Instagram, for me personally, especially just with my Of Leather and Lace page, it really didn't take that much money to produce the content because I was the one producing the majority of it. So even if somebody did help me take the image, um, oftentimes it would be my input on how the image was taken. I edit everything myself and all of the creative videos, those are, I would say 99% made by me unless it is a collaboration with another creator, which I've only done twice. So in my mind, starting YouTube meant that I had to hire a full-time video editor. So that is the cost upfront and investment upfront that is pretty large that I would have to make in order to make YouTube work. And I also knew that YouTube is a huge time commitment. It's time commitment to film the video, it's commitment to edit the video, and it's also commitment to continually learn and improve on how to get better at long-form video content and storytelling. And it was commitment to continue putting out videos even when you're not seeing a lot of growth or immediate ROI. And so this idea that it would take a lot of upfront effort and a lot of money upfront it scared me for quite a few years, especially in the beginning when I didn't have a lot of capital and most of my time was spent on Instagram and I also didn't hire help in the beginning because obviously I couldn't afford it and there was very little reason for me to hire help. So even after these six years of creating thousands of photos and hundreds of short form video content, I still doubt it. If I can create engaging long-form video content that can be picked up by the YouTube algorithm. I keep thinking to myself, what if I never grow my account and I just fail publicly? But the thing is, how do you know if you never try? If you listening right now, if you've wanted to start something, whether that's Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube, or something else, I really encourage you to just start. Don't think of starting as something super daunting and difficult, but just start by taking that first step. Your first step doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to see immediate results or returns, but just give it a try. Because when I first started my Instagram journey six plus years ago, I didn't have any lofty goals at all. I just wanted to take some nice photos and maybe get some free clothes. And the irony is, when I didn't have any skills or any followers, I actually didn't fear failure because I didn't have much to lose. I was just passionate. I just really enjoyed content creation. It was fun for me. Just the process of creating was fun for me. It didn't matter how many likes or views I got because... I wasn't making any money anyway, and I would just get so much joy from the content creation process itself. I never worried about what people thought because nobody was really watching me. And now with almost a million in reach online on my two Instagram accounts and my TikTok account, it almost feels as if now that I have a following, 
it's even scarier to start, if that makes sense. Like failing publicly has become something even more daunting and more real than before. But here's the thing. Even if you are considered a public figure or have a ton more followers, people still aren't watching you as closely as you think. And they honestly don't care as much as you think. If I think about how much time I'm thinking about whether this other big influencer is succeeding in every endeavor, I don't do that. I don't think about them all the time. In fact, I'm thinking about how I'm going to live my life and do my stuff. And that's most likely the case with everyone else that is maybe not really watching you. And also, even if this YouTube channel never takes off, I think I would still really enjoy the creative process of making videos, improving, and putting out content. So I've been looking at YouTubers and admiring their work for so long now. And I've been letting myself play it small because I was too afraid of the commitment and the potential judgment. And now this year in 2023, I've decided that I want to put that all behind. In the beginning of 2022, I set my word for the year to be evolve. And this is just like a one word I set every year to be the intention of that year. For 2022, it was evolve. But quite frankly, I didn't really evolve. I simply did all the things I knew how to do and stayed within my comfort zone. I posted the least amount of posts on Instagram and TikTok combined in all the years that I've been doing this. And Surprisingly enough, 2022 was a good year by, by all accounts, but I will never evolve if I don't venture outside of my comfort zone. And so in 2023, my word of the year is impact. So why the word impact? Well, in 2022 and before that, I always focused on a particular outcome for that year. Like I want to evolve by the end of the year. I want to grow by the end of the year. I want to be really innovative by the end of the year. But for 2023, the word impact is simply how much impact can I make on somebody's life, on some creator's life throughout the year. Uh, that is my main goal for 2023. And that's what I want to achieve with the word impact. To simply not care about the outcome, not care about how much I will grow on any platform, how much I will grow my business in revenue, not care about that and only care about how much impact I can bring to some aspiring creator's life. How can I help them? How can I provide content that is valuable to them so that they can further their career so that I have made some type of impact, a positive impact on their journey, on their career, on their life. And I think that YouTube as a the mother of long form video content is the perfect platform to create more impact. So Perhaps in 2022 and before, a lot of us focused on width to reach a lot of people, to have a lot of followers, to get a lot of eyeballs. But I think that 2023 is going to be the year of depth where we really look at the people that decided to follow us and think about how we can actually bring more impact to their lives, how we can develop a deeper relationship with them and how we can really get to know them better. So here I am starting my brand new YouTube channel. The goal of this channel is to help aspiring creators pursue what they love for a living and build lasting businesses. 
Now, the key is lasting. I think there was kind of a gold rush to the social media game a few years back where everyone was just rushing to gain followers, to get likes, and get views. But over the years, we've started to really be able to see whose page has lasted over the years, whose personal brand can go beyond just. Uh, you know, posting or just the most superficial things, or even just one platform. And maybe it goes even beyond just social media and it turns into an entire business, whether that's just online or physical businesses. So that's why I put an emphasis on the word lasting to help aspiring creators pursue what they love for a living and build lasting businesses. Social media has changed my life entirely. I'm so grateful for the life of freedom that I get to live now because right now I have time freedom. I get to decide my schedule and how much time I spend on things. I have location freedom. I can live anywhere in the world. I can move. I can just get up and go and move with my husband, who also has the same freedom because I'm able to make a living online. And lastly, very important, financial freedom. Um, the fact that we can leverage our reach and continue to grow our reach and therefore grow our revenue is incredible. And it has afforded me financial freedom that I never thought I would be able to attain. Never, never, never in my life, let alone in the short last few years. And I'm so grateful for this. And I'm, I think it's such an incredible life, so fulfilling that I really want to help people realize the amazing ways that you can change your life if you really invest in building your personal brand and leverage social media. There has never been a better time than now to become a creator because thanks to these social platforms, media has been democratized. Regular people like you and me can grow a following, monetize their influence, and completely change their lives. So on this channel, you can expect insightful conversations with established and up-and-coming creators in our video podcasts. Those go live every Tuesday, and it will also go live on our audio podcast that you're listening to right now. And you can also expect videos that share in-depth analyses on the creator economy, um, shares influencer tips, and also documents life as a content creator. What you won't find on my YouTube channel, though, is if you're used to following me for travel or casual lifestyle content, you likely won't be finding that kind of content on my YouTube channel. This is a channel dedicated to helping aspiring creators, not so much to document my tastes and what I like and what I'm doing in my life and so on. I will have my Instagram stories for that, also my Instagram reels. I'll be, sure, I'll be sharing more personal content on my Instagram, potentially TikTok as well. But on YouTube, I will start by just focusing on helping aspiring creators and really talking about the creator economy to help further this industry. So if that interests you, whether you are an aspiring creator, a seasoned creator, maybe you're a curious audience thinking about maybe becoming a creator one day, or you're a brand or an investor in the creator economy, you definitely want to subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit the notification bell to get notified of my weekly videos when they go live. 
Also, I will be documenting my YouTube journey, including my growth and monetization process, and sharing it through a private email newsletter called Road to 1 Million Subs. <laughs> I know I wasn't going to focus my YouTube channel on growth, numbers, and all of that, but I thought this was just a fun play with words to name this newsletter Road to 1 Million Subs because it gives us a goal to work towards, right? And I think this is really a journey that we are embarking on. And I really want to invite you on this journey with me, hence the name Road to 1 Million Subs. I will be sharing weekly or bi-weekly emails with my observations and strategies that I actually won't be sharing publicly. You can kind of think of this like an honest diary where I document all of my learnings from YouTube, which will include both the wins and the mistakes that I make. So it's not just going to be you know, tried and true strategies that I um, have figured out, but it's more like a raw and honest conversation and um, sort of feedback on how my YouTube journey is going. If you like the sound of that, and if you want to learn how to grow YouTube together, you can sign up via successfulinfluencer.com slash YouTube. And of course, the link will also be in the description of this episode. In terms of our podcast, I do also want to update you on how our YouTube channel can potentially affect this podcast. Like I mentioned earlier, we will continue to post interview episodes here, uh, but you can also watch the interview on YouTube if you are more of a visual learner or just a visual content consumer. And that goes live each Tuesday here on all of the podcast channels, as well as live Tuesday on the YouTube channel. And in addition to that, on this podcast, just the audio podcast, this will be an audio exclusive. I will be doing a mini-sode every Thursday to answer your questions. If you want to have your questions answered, head to the link in the description of this episode to submit your questions. These questions are it could be any kind of difficulty that you're facing in your creator journey. Maybe you are in a sticky situation with a brand and you're not sure how to deal with it. Maybe you are at a crossroads between having an old niche, but you really know you have a true calling that is a totally different niche and you're not sure how to go about it. Feel free to leave those questions inside the link in the description. And I will get to these questions in a future mini-sode. These episodes will help to support you along your journey, answer your questions, and also just serve as like a weekly casual discussion on relevant topics and maybe even timely topics. Like the name of these series suggests, minisodes, it will be a shorter episodes and most likely under 10 minutes. So it's a quick episode that is easy to digest, answers one question a week, or discusses one quick topic a week to help you along your journey. Hey, I want to take a moment to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying the Full-Time Influencer Podcast, I would really appreciate if you could just take one minute to leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Your support really helps us to get seen and continue producing quality interviews and episodes for you. All right, now back to the show.
Now, lastly, for this podcast episode, I do want to talk a little bit about how I plan to grow my YouTube channel. I have listed out a few things that I have been preparing or will plan to do in order to grow my YouTube channel. I figured if you're listening to this episode, you're likely curious about why I started YouTube, how I plan to go about it. So I'm going to get into it in five separate points. The first thing that I did before starting a YouTube channel is... I did a ton of learning and research. Even before I finally decided to start YouTube, I had already been studying how YouTube works for years. Like what titles work, what type of thumbnails are clickworthy, and what content tends to go viral, and how to tell a good story. Not saying that that means I know how to execute it already. That's a totally separate issue. Of course, it's going to take a lot of practice. But nonetheless, I have been studying it for a long time. Theoretically. I've also researched other creators who are currently creating content within my niche and why they are succeeding or why they aren't gaining a lot of traction just yet. In addition to that, I am honestly a decade-long consumer of YouTube myself. I am a diehard YouTube fan. I love watching YouTube videos. Uh, It's my probably, I'd say, weekly entertainment, sometimes even daily entertainment. Um, And so I think I have an okay pulse on what people want to see, where content is trending, and what types of content tend to get more traction, and how to create a decent hook and a a somewhat flowing storyline. But uh, that is yet to be seen. We'll see how that goes. So part of that is also thanks to my six years of experience with the Instagram algorithm and creating content on Instagram. I understand that Instagram and YouTube are very different and I have so much room for improvement, but ultimately, I understand that algorithms are the same. The ultimate goal of any platform, any platform that makes their revenue from advertisement is to maximize audience retention. So they want to keep the YouTube video watcher, the Instagram scroller, and the TikTok scroller on their platform as long as possible. That is the ultimate goal. Um, So understanding that, I do come from that perspective of how can I retain my audience the most and how can I try to create topics that ideally would interest them and hopefully get them to stay as long as possible. But look, you won't really know what works until you execute. So That is what I plan to do next. My second thing that I plan to do is to post a bunch of videos first and see what works. Of course, the video podcast, the interviews will be very consistent. They are a very similar format for every episode. But for my Saturday videos where I will be making uh, somewhere between like 6 to 10 minute long YouTube videos, I will experiment a lot. And I want to put a lot of different types of stuff out there. Sometimes maybe it's a slightly different style to see how people are reacting to it. Because my channel would be super new. I, I will have no clout on YouTube. And although I may be able to get, convert some people from Instagram, maybe even from TikTok, who knows. But I'm not counting on it. And I really want to treat YouTube as a clean slate. And so I want to be experimenting in the beginning to see how I can get traction from the YouTube native audience, from people who are already consuming YouTube. What type of content Out of all the different types of content I'll be experimenting with, what type of content do they resonate with the most and will get me the most reach? And I will let that 
help to shape the type of content I will then focus on once I see what is working. This is actually a method that I really suggest to people who are just starting out on Instagram as well. If you have decided on a general topic or niche, but you're not sure what format of content works best for you, like do you like trending sounds? Do you want to do transitions? Do you want to do storytelling reels? Do you want to do you know viral photos or whatever? I recommend just experimenting a ton in the beginning and seeing what gains the most traction and what gets you the best quality audience. So that's the second thing I'm trying to do, to just experiment with a range of video ideas that are within the larger topic of the creator economy and see where that takes me. The third thing that I'm doing to launch my YouTube channel is a giveaway with my audience on Instagram, TikTok, and right here. If you're listening to this right now and you are listening within the launch week of my YouTube channel, which is January 24th till a week later, which is, let me take a quick look, January 24th to January 30th, then you can participate in this giveaway. With my audience on Instagram and TikTok alone, I have a reach of almost a million followers on two Instagram accounts and one TikTok account. And I understand that having an existing audience across multiple accounts and platforms is a huge advantage that I have. Um, But yes, it is also many, many years of hard work, developing trust and relationships with my audience through thousands of posts and DM conversations. So um, the point of this giveaway is to give items and services that are designed specifically to cater for my target audience, which is aspiring creators or seasoned creators. And that's why I will be giving away a free one-on-one consulting session with me to three lucky winners. And this is not a service that is available to purchase anywhere else. And I don't ever intend to offer it anywhere else either. Even if you pay me, I wouldn't do it. So it's a very unique opportunity. And during this one-on-one consulting session, I would look over your account, your goals and what you want to achieve. And then we will discuss a plan for you. So that's what a one-on-one consulting gifted session would look like. In addition to that, I also picked out products to give away that will help further someone's content creation career. It's not just a random giveaway where I give away money or a free phone or a laptop in the hopes of attracting the most amount of subscribers. No, I'm just trying to attract the right type of subscriber. And that is people who are interested in content creation, most likely want to grow on social media and eventually become a full-time creator or influencer. Okay, next, uh, my fourth strategy to grow this YouTube channel is through a private email newsletter where I'll be sharing privately all of my learnings from growing this channel. So I've already mentioned it a little earlier in this episode. Um, The point of this newsletter is so that you can follow along with me. And I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm not coming from a position of being an expert by any means, of course. Duh. And I am simply inviting everyone to join my journey, my YouTube journey, and figure it out together. Now, um, I think this is a very different approach than anything I've ever done before. I feel like before I always build first and don't invite people along with me. I just build, 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 build. And then after I have gained traction and after I have established myself in a certain way, then I invite people 
to learn from me or to follow me because I'm coming from a position of authority. And this newsletter is a total opposite. I'm a newbie to YouTube and I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to figure it out. And I invite you to come along with me and watch me make all of the mistakes and see how it goes and get the raw, honest feedback and see if it doesn't go well. Look, I'll be honest, I'll share that with you too. Because honestly, we're in that we're in this together because you're listening to this podcast and I'm guessing there's a high chance you will go onto the YouTube and subscribe as well. And look, if you are listening to this podcast and you decide to subscribe to my YouTube, I really want to thank you so much for that. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you taking the time to watch this, to listen to these, and it really doesn't go unnoticed. Now, on to my last and final strategy for growing on YouTube is to try as much as I possibly can to focus on creating content that looks slightly different. So what I mean by that is when I first thought of doing a YouTube channel, I thought, oh, it could be easy if I just write out a script, like five points, and I sit down hit record and just talk from the beginning to the end and I'll just outsource it to an editor who will just plop on all of the animations and graphics for me and that's it. And because the value I provide will be good enough, I will grow that way. Now, I don't doubt that that will work as well, potentially. Maybe maybe I can grow faster because the value is is really, really good. I'm not sure. But what I realized is that that's not my superpower. That doesn't showcase my superpower at all. And after all these years, I have realized that one of my superpowers is is creativity. It's putting the creativity into the visuals, making it look interesting, and really catching people's attention in a visual sense. And so for me to then to let go of the the visuals and the the creativity and the unique editing styles or the editing techniques like duplication, which I'm pretty known for on Instagram, and then to only just do like a regular talking head sitting down video, I think I would be doing myself a huge disservice. And so I'm going to try and focus a lot on making creative visuals and striking visuals on my YouTube channel to hopefully differentiate myself from the crowd. That's also why I decided to do my video podcast in a car, (laughs) other than the fact that it's just really expensive to rent podcast studios in different cities. Um, But I also thought that it looks very visually interesting. It seems unique. I tried to look it up and I haven't really seen other people doing a podcast in a car. So I thought it would be fun. I also thought that being in a car is kind of like having a casual conversation with your friends. So hopefully that will get the conversation flowing better. And so far it has worked out pretty well. We all know that the YouTube market is really saturated already. Having awesome camera gear is not going to move the needle if your content visuals or personality is not unique in some way. And your content in terms of the value that you provide, there is just so much free content out there. There's so much valuable content out there. And so um, like Vanessa Lau said in her recent YouTube video, valuable content like like educational value has almost become a commodity. Anybody can go out there and educate and share value. And so what will differentiate you is really what makes you unique as a person. And so that could be your unique visual taste or your personality. And I know that in terms of personality, you know, not trying to put myself down, but 
I don't think I'm the funniest person or the most engaging person on camera. I don't think I'm the most charismatic person on camera either. Now, I have practiced a lot so that I do think I look okay on camera. But look, I... I know that there are other people who are more naturally talented than me. And I know that rather than focusing on the loud personality part, which is just totally not me, I'm the most quiet person you'll ever meet, um, I would rather just like to focus on like thinking about creative ideas, thinking about creative ways of filming it, of presenting information, of educating people. And so that is the fifth and last strategy is to really focus on my superpower, which is visual creativity um, and really try to differentiate my channel that way. Now, will my strategies work? There's only really one way to find out by actually executing. And yes, I'll be honest with you, it is still extremely scary. And as of right now, as I'm recording this podcast, my channel is not ready to go yet and everything is just coming along and it's making me very, very anxious and I'm going to start writing in my email newsletter to share all of this with you. But at the same time, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see where this new journey will take me and how embarking on this new journey could potentially change the future of my career, maybe my personal brand, maybe even my outlook on life. Look, I don't know. And that's the beauty of it. It's the You're heading into the unknown. It's exciting. I have all of you guys with me, which is so encouraging. So thank you again for following along. And if you decide to also follow along the YouTube journey, I want to thank you as well. I hope that I won't disappoint. And I hope that I can provide more interesting, visually compelling value to you on my YouTube channel. And I hope you consider subscribing. All right, that's it for this solo episode. I will see you in the other podcast interview episodes and our future mini-sodes. Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it. And I'll see you in the next one.